Hi, and welcome to the Carnivore Stories podcast with me, Alyssa Grubner. The carnivore way of eating has completely transformed my life. And it's stories just like the ones you'll hear on this podcast that kept me going strong every step of the way. I hope you're ready to hear an inspirational carnivore story. I know I am. So let's get into it. Right. This is episode eight of the Carnivore Stories podcast. Today I have with me Jen Geisert. Jen is a physical therapist living in Kansas with her Doberman Lucy. She's been carnivore for five months now, and you can find her on Instagram at delighted to meet M-E-A-T-U. <laughs> okay. So delighted to at delighted to meet you. Welcome to the show, Jen. I am delighted to meet you. <laughs> Thank you. Likewise. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited. Yeah. Thanks for meeting with me. So let's go ahead and jump into you telling us about your lifestyle and your life, maybe some of your, um, anything that was affecting you health-wise before coming to carnivore. Okay. Um, well, my lifestyle now unrelated to diet and stuff. Um, I'm a physical therapist in a hospital, so things have been a little crazy and stressful for two and a half years, like everyone I'm sure, but maybe a little more than the typical. Yes. Um, and that's also kind of when things started going crazy with my health and what led me to carnivore. Um, just to kind of give a little background, I grew up pretty poor on welfare and all the things and to a teen mom and all that, and just eating junk, you know, and I had mm-hmm. no idea because it seemed like everyone ate like that. And maybe kind of everyone did in the eighties. I don't know. But, um, now I recognize it. I see my mom with my nieces and, uh, it's like, well, you've had two pops. So now you can have juicer or, or, or Kool-Aid, you know, it's like, that was definitely <laughs> what I was eating and drinking when I was a kid. Um, and so then when I was seven, I was diagnosed with psoriasis and that kind of came and went all my life, but wasn't a huge, huge deal as a kid, or even in my teens and early twenties. I mean, a big enough deal, I'd try to cover it, but not a big enough deal that people would necessarily notice and they're, unless they're really looking for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, it, but around age 15, I started dieting and restricting and then binging. And so I've spent my whole life basically on a binge diet cycle. Yeah. So fast forward to about two years ago, um, I finally went on a biologic, like a immunosuppressant injection for my psoriasis because it had gotten a lot worse in my, um, mid thirties. I'm 38 now. And uh, you look fabulous. Look at you. Jen. <laughs> I'll tell you that's Charlie from carnivore, but I really appreciate that. Um, but yeah, when I was about 35 ish, probably I went on this medication for my psoriasis and right away I started having just chronic sore throats. Like within a month I was going to the doctor with a terrible sore throat, the worst sore throat I'd ever had. And they did all the tests and said it was nothing. Nothing came back. It must be viral. Just deal with it. It'll get better. So about six months went by and I just had a sore throat all the time. And it was definitely noticeably worse when I would eat sugar or drink alcohol, but otherwise I didn't necessarily notice any real patterns. 
And then in May of 2020, so right at the height of COVID, and there was a lot of stress in my life and I had been exposed. And this was back when you thought you were exposed, you might die. And, you know, Mm -hmm. remember back to the beginning of COVID. Um, But then I ended up with an even worse throat issue. And so I went and got tested. And at this point, I actually had strep throat. So uh, I was being treated with antibiotics for that, but they weren't helping. My throat was just still terrible. So they kept changing the antibiotics. And then I come down with this tiny little bit of a rash on my lower legs. And within five days, it was covering my entire body. I'll spare you some of the details, but there were multiple hospital visits. And at one point they thought I had Rocky mountain spotted fever, which is a tick-borne illness. Anyway, five days later, I ended up in the emergency department because I, I literally thought I was going to die. If I, I thought at this point it was from the antibiotics and that if I took one more dose, I was going to die. So anyway, they, no one's really concerned about my rash. No one's asking me anything about my diet or lifestyle. And again, it's during the beginning of COVID. So everyone's crazy anyway, at that point at the hospital. Um, and so anyway, they treated me for my, my, my throat issue with IV antibiotics and the rash did get better after like a month or two, turns out it was leukocytoclastic vasculitis, which is not that helpful because it can be caused by, um, a severe infection, which I had, or an autoimmune issue, which I had, or, um, a reaction to antibiotics, which I had. So, um, even though I went to a million doctors, nobody could really give me any real answers. And I kind of stabilized after a while, though it would still kind of come back with my diet, a little specifically sugar and alcohol. Mm-hmm. Well, then in November of 2020, so about six months later, um, my psoriasis just completely flared way, way, way worse than it had ever been in my life. And I was still on a medication for it. Um, and so that's when I was like, I've had enough. This is definitely a problem. I cannot live like this. Um, I feel like there's gotta be something I can do more naturally. And so I, and, and also it was like anything I would eat, my skin would just flare up and just be so itchy and so uncomfortable. So I went to my doctor and I said, I have not eaten in three days because it's, if I eat anything, it's just so much worse. And that was the first time anybody really listened to me. Like maybe this is somewhat related to your diet. And she couldn't really help me. She actually, she went, left the office and did a little research and came back and said, maybe try the Mediterranean diet, which I appreciated. She was at least trying, you know, trying to look up some, some research. Mm-hmm. And but then I went and saw a naturopath and he had a, um, uh, what's the word nutritionist in his office. She told me about carnivore. So that is how, oh, wow. Yeah. And you know what she told me? And I was like, what is this made up? Like this, I've never heard of this. (laughs) And I left her office and I did a little research on YouTube and I found people like Kelly Hogan and Michaela Peterson and realized like this actually kind of seems like a reasonably good fit. Um, and so I started it right away and actually we can go into this if you like, but it was a bit of a false start because I didn't stick with it. And so when I say carnivore now for five months, that's not including that time. That was about a year and a half ago. Um, and then I found here again. So I'm want me to go into that now. Yeah. Yeah. So what happened? Yeah. So, um, I started the carnivore diet right away when I had first learned about it and it was helping my skin a lot, but I, 
definitely was doing it from the place of desperation. Like I'll do anything. And also she really introduced it as an elimination diet. Like do this elimination diet. Nobody's allergic to meat and stuff. So see how you tolerate that. And then you'll slowly add things back in. And, and I was in a really, I was dating someone who, when we started dating, I was not a carnivore. And then suddenly his girlfriend's a carnivore. And that was Mm -hmm. tough for him. I think harder for him than me. And so I was always kind of, again, desperate, but also trying to eventually get back to eating a little bit more normally. Well, normally in quotes. Um, And so my skin got tons better. But it was like some days would still be worse and some days would be better. And I started trying to eat other foods sometimes. And so then I would flare up and then I would start binging a little bit. Mm -hmm. And so after a while, it became sort of mentally exhausting. And I just felt like I don't think the carnivore diet by itself is enough. And I I'm going to stop for a while. Like it's causing Mm -hmm. some issues with my mental health. And um, anyway, so this whole time I was on a drug for my psoriasis, I ended up switching drugs. Um, So I'm still on a drug for it now. It's a different one, Mm -hmm. but I went about six, seven months, not on a carnivore diet, binging like normal keto-ish. I have been keto-ish for a few years, but what I mean by keto-ish is really, really uh, keto, except for all the binges, you know, sugar and and keto crap too, but also Mm -hmm. keto sugary things um, and alcohol and stuff. But six or seven months went by, my skin was at least stabilized. It was still flaring psoriasis flares and and vasculitis flares, but nothing crazy. I could live with it, but I gained quite a bit of weight and I just wasn't feeling that great. And so around January of this year, I was just like, man, when I was really carnivore, I felt so good. I don't think I can do a carnivore diet but I can be a carnivore. That's a different thing altogether. Like being a carnivore versus doing the diet and kind of with the idea of changing it and cheating a little here and there, like I mm-hmm. just can't do that, but I can be a carnivore. And I just knew that's what I needed to do. So February 9th is when I started and I have not cheated once. I have not looked back. I have had just so many benefits, all the ones I had before, but even more. And mm-hmm. just never felt, you know, even though my food is technically restricted, the, the number of foods I eat is limited. Like I'm unlimited in the rest of my life. Yeah. So it's just been great. And I don't, you know, I don't see any going back. My skin has been completely clear as far as that goes. Now, again, I'm still on a drug for it, but I'm not mm-hmm. having any of the other throat issues or any of the other kind of flare-ups in between directions. Right. And I haven't binged. I mean, that's, that's a miracle itself. I've been binging for 20 years. Yes. So here I am now. Almost. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So did you have any problems adapting to carnivore the, the, during the false start start or this most recent time in February? The first time I started, I, um, had just really watery diarrhea for weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And nothing, nothing too bad. Um, and then this time around I did have diarrhea again, but it was better. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, nothing else really. 
one okay. day, one day this time I had severe chest pain. Like I thought I had, oh, a, wow. had a heart attack and I had been reading some different things on social media about people having issues with, um, like fat absorption and having like a GERD type of situation, which I'd never had mm-hmm. any kind of heartburn or anything, but because I had heard that before I had purchased some, um, HCL, like hydrochloride. Yeah. Whatever. What do you call that? Um, hydrochloric acid, right? Digestive enzymes. Yes. Okay. Digestive enzymes. Okay. So I had that and I took it and I felt better immediately and realized, oh my gosh, that's what heartburn feels like. That really hurts. Yeah. But that only happens. And now I don't take, I don't even take enzymes or anything. Um, but I can see how that could be an issue for people at first, if they don't have the right acid profile or something in their stomach. Yes. Yeah. And that could be scary. Like, you know, you're all of a sudden eating all this fat and you're like, Oh, I done it now. Yes. (laughs) This is the heart attack. (laughs) No one's going to feel sorry for me when they know what I eat. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) You're like, Oh, well she asked for it. She was asking. (laughs) Exactly. Oh, wow. Okay. So you mentioned that you were dating someone that first time and it was hard for it was harder for him that you were carnivore than it was for you. Have you had um, wh- what's been the reaction from the rest of your family and the rest of your friends that you're eating this way now? Um, you know, my family, they know about it, but it's kind of like, oh, Jen's up to something new. Mm-hmm. And also, any way that I eat, no matter what it is, is healthier than what they are eating, and they know that. Yeah. So they always think, oh, Jen's on this diet. She's very healthy. And so they've kind of kept that same view, um, on a carnivore diet. Now my friends definitely think it's weird and they love me. So they're worried about me. And so they question me on things like my cholesterol and all that, Mm -hmm. but they also have seen me through all those low lows. And so they can see things are so much better. And I think they're kind of like, huh, this is weird. And it doesn't make any sense, but it seems to be working for her. So go ahead and do it. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to argue with that when they see you doing so much better than you ever have in the past. I'm sure. Yeah. And I'm dating now, but at my boyfriend now, um, he's only known me as a carnivore, so he's okay. Okay. Fine with it. And he, you know, he's not a carnivore, but he eats a lot of meat and he supports whatever I do and yeah, cool, but also wants to eat donuts from time to time. (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm sure. But, you know, at least, you know, that's how you are as he's meeting you. And it isn't like, oh, this is so different. We used to eat donuts on the couch all the time. And now you don't want to do any of that stuff anymore. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So you like to travel. I do. Have you done any traveling since you've been carnivore? I have. I've actually been on a trip a month all year. Oh, um, yeah. So that's the perk of, you know, being in your thirties with only a dog, yes. <laughs> have a lot of freedom. And, um, so I, in the last couple of months, I've been to Cancun and I'm going to Tulsa this weekend. Uh, I've been to Waco, Texas. I've been, gosh, I can't even remember, but I've been all over. And so I've been carnivore for all those trips, um, just packing my own food or, okay you know, at the all-inclusive resort, choosing things that were as carnivore as possible, or sometimes fasting through meals, if there was no option mm-hmm. that I could eat. And it's, it's not easy, but 
that's kind of what I mean about being a carnivore versus following a carnivore diet. It's like carnivore, like that. I'm not going to eat that. So Mm -hmm. it just makes it simple to not have other options, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Those things, they're not even on the table. It's like not something that's food for you. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So I saw on your Instagram that you completed the 75 hard as a carnivore. Yes, I did. Yeah. How, how did that go? It was so good. I mean, it was life-changing in the same, in in the same ways that the carnivore diet has been life-changing. And frankly, had I not already been carnivore for about a month or six weeks when I started, I don't think I could have done it because you have to follow a diet for the whole 75 days. You can't have any alcohol. You can't have any cheats. And I had never gone a month without binging much less 75 days. So it was a perfect combination for me to be carnivore and then doing 75 hard, which is it looks like a fitness challenge, but it's really a mental toughness challenge mm-hmm. that include that includes some fitness tasks and some other things like that. But it's, it's been fantastic. I'm actually still kind of doing it. There's the, a program called live hard, which 75 hard is the beginning. Do, are you familiar? Well, I was going to ask you about that next because I, I was, I saw that on your Instagram too. And I was like, hmm, what's live hard? <laughs> yeah, so live hard is when you do 75 hard and then um, for the remainder of the year, three times you do phase one, phase two, and phase three, they're each 30 days and you do all the 75 hard tasks during each phase, but each phase also has additional things that you do. Um, and you finish it on your anniversary day of when you started. So it ends up being a whole year, but with quite a bit of time off, right? Like the 75 days time off then 30 days time off 30 days. So it's a little bit of a cycle, but it's fantastic. And I'm doing it with one of my best friends. So it's been great for our friendship and just awesome having that camaraderie. And I swear, I say on my Instagram all the time, carnivore and 75 hard is like magical. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like it would be, it would be a good fit. Definitely. Um, I, I looked into it years ago and, um, so I'm not, I'm, I'm familiar with what's required but, um, I can't, I, I wouldn't be able to tell someone exactly. Can you share what, what goes into 75 hard? Sure. So for 75 days, you do all of these following things that I'll try to list off the top of my head. Um, you work out twice a day for 45 minutes each time. And one of them has to be outside, regardless of the weather you follow any diet that you choose for yourself. That's a reasonable diet. It can't be like only snicker bars, <laughs> But, but <laughs> um, so you can't cheat on the diet and you can't have any alcohol. Um, you'd have to drink a gallon of water a day. You have to take a daily progress photo and read 10 pages per day of like entrepreneurship or self-development type, type of a book. So that's all of 75 heart. But now in phase one, I have to do all of that and 10 minutes a day of visualization, um, a five minute cold shower. Uh, that's pretty oh my brutal. goodness. Yeah. <laughs> and then three additional tasks that you choose for yourself just to move yourself forward. So my things, my three things I chose 15 minutes of silence, like no phone, no music, no reading for 15 minutes. Believe it or not, that's hard for me. Um, and 
Uh, I'm listening to like a daily Bible reading podcast. And then my third thing is a gratitude journal. So it's oh, a lot. Awesome. I mean, you have to really prioritize your day to get all that done, but it's incredible. Yeah. Okay. So the cold showers, five minutes of cold. How has that been going for you? You know, I almost wasn't going to do phase one at all because I didn't want to do the cold showers. Um, but it hasn't been as bad as I thought. And I think when, once you finish 75 hard, you feel like you can do anything. You feel like literally you can do anything Mm -hmm. you want to. So I think that sort of prepped me for this. Like, no, 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 I can do a five minute shower. It's going to suck, but I can do it. And it Mm -hmm. does suck. I can do it. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's, that's definitely, like you said, it's more of a mental thing and, um, then it's like fitness, um, like mental fitness. That's definitely strengthening your, I don't want to, but I'm gonna muscle. Right. Exactly. Right. Yes. Oh, and I, one other thing with phase one. So for my diet, I'm doing carnivore, but no coffee. So that's been a little bit of a challenge. I think you don't drink coffee anyway, right? Oh no, you froze. I lost you for a sec. Oh, am I here? Am I here yeah, now? There you are. There you are. Okay. Okay. So no coffee. Yes. I was a pretty big coffee drinker before, um, but I have not had coffee for five days and it's actually been fine, but I did um, come across the recipe for bulletproof water from another carnivore. And so I've been having that and that's kind of okay. filled the space, you know, a nice yeah. morning as I'm getting ready for the day. And that's been nice. Yeah. I quit coffee, uh, a little over a year ago, maybe like a year and a half ago now, but I would have that hot cup of water in the morning. Cause I, I felt like it, it served the same purpose without the caffeine to like zap me to life. Right. Yeah. yeah. I, I do feel like maybe I'm a little more tired, but I suppose that will go away. Do you remember if that was your experience? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I, cause I felt like the coffee was giving me that artificial energy. So I was relying on that before, but then my body got into, okay, we can go ahead and have our own energy, you know, where we don't have the artificial energy, but I definitely feel like I have more energy now than I did when I was drinking coffee throughout the day. Definitely. That's great. Well, I thought this would be a good time where I'm forced to do it for 30 days because I've kind yeah. of tried and I've made it three or four days. And then I just okay. give up because I just want coffee. Um, so hopefully by the end of the 30 days, I'll really either notice a big difference or not. And then maybe I'll drink coffee. We'll see. Yeah, yeah maybe, but, but it's, it's good to, to have a break from it and it'll, it'll be like a, your first time having coffee again. If, if you do go back to it, <laughs> be wired. <laughs> um, so the, the 45 minute exercises, one indoors, one outdoors, what kind of exercise have you been doing? Most days I lift and then go for a walk today. Okay. I, today I'm off work. So my schedule is a little bit, a little bit easier to fit things in. So I lifted this morning and then I rode the bike outside. Okay, cool. And you like lifting heavy weights. I do. Yes. Yes. So did you lift at all before coming to carnivore? I did. I actually in high school was um, a competitive power lifter. So oh, wow. 
Yeah, for a long, long time. And sort of my motivation would come and go with it. But I've been really consistent for, oh, probably two years, maybe. Okay. Okay. Do you notice um, any differences lifting as a carnivore um, uh, compared to lifting as not a carnivore? Uh, That's a great question. Um, I, okay. As a, as a person doing a keto diet, I remember struggling with energy quite a bit, especially with heavy lifting where my heart rate was up pretty high, like on a good heavy leg day. Mm -hmm. Um, but with carnivore, it's not like it's better than when I was eating carbs, but it's definitely not worse. And I was really worried about that. Mm -hmm. I I would, I thought my lifts would go way down and I wouldn't have as much energy, but it hasn't been a problem at all. In fact, I'm probably having less kind of, um, delayed onset muscle soreness after, after. So that's been a nice perk. Yeah, that's definitely, that's probably the number one thing I noticed, uh, lifting as a carnivore. Cause I, I, I do some hypertrophy lifting like five days a week and I don't get sore. Um, most times I don't get sore unless it's something like very new to my body. Like we went wakeboarding this past Sunday and I thought I was kind of fit and strong, you know, for a lady, but my forearms, when we got done from holding on to that, that sure. thing, they were like done. They were like, Oh my goodness, you have not been training for this. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I guess something completely new that makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. And, and then how about like body recomposition? Have you noticed that it's easier to build muscle than before or I, I guess I've never thought of it that way, that it's easier to build muscle, but my body composition changed so much in the first few months when I was carnivore and doing 75 hard. And it was extra noticeable because my weight right now is a little bit higher than some of my lows before, like on right. when I'm on the diet cycle of the binge diet cycle, you know, I'm probably 10 or 15 pounds heavier, but my mm-hmm. body looks as good, if not better than when it was yes. So that's been kind of mind blowing. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to bring up that post you had with the black, the little black dress yeah. and I was having a hard time. I had to keep looking at the pictures cause I, cause you like the one that is newer and you're saying you're 15 pounds heavier, your, I feel like your waist looks smaller. And so I was like looking back and forth and it took me like, I had to take so many double takes. Um, but, and you were saying like that before, you know, you would have to be on this diet to make sure you're going to fit into your dress and you'd fit into it for the night. And then that was it. And I can totally relate because like, um, in particular, I remember, uh, me and my husband had made these reservations for this really nice place. And I had, I had bought this really nice dress and, you know, I, I remember it being a really stressful situation because I was like, okay, well, I have to make sure that I don't eat a whole bunch leading up to this. Cause I need to fit into this dress on that night. And it was this big <laughs> yeah. thing. And, um, and to fit into that dress, I needed to be about 15 pounds lighter than I am now, you know? Um, but on carnivore, I'm heavier, but my body composition has changed in a way that I can fit that dress any day of the week. I can fit that dress on my period, you know, and yeah. do, do chores around the house in it, you know? And, and, um, like, I feel like my body is just like very stable, like from day to day, I'm the same 
weight, you know, I'm about the same size unless I'm getting a muscle pump in the gym, but you know, it's, it's like, it's not this big swing every which way. I mean, my weight used to fluctuate like 10 pounds overnight sometimes. And that, that just doesn't happen anymore. I completely relate to all that. In fact, I, so I wear scrubs for work and I would have Uh kind of two sets of scrubs, my skinnier scrubs and my, I've been binging and I cannot fit into my scrubs. scrubs. Right. (laughs) Now I don't need those, but luckily I still have them because, um, the other day I didn't do laundry and I was out of scrubs. So I had my, I had my, I've been binging scrubs (laughs) and they looked a little, they were a good backup. Yeah. Yeah. I, so what I really love about carnivore is cause you know, I know that I'm heavier than, you know, I would have liked to be years ago, like seeing the number on the scale that I see now, what it really freaked me out. I'm like, Oh, I'm really going off the rails, you know? Um, but something I've really learned from carnivore is that, um, you know, that that health is never going to be a number on the scale or, you know, a dress size, you know, that, that has, that's like the furthest thing from, from what health is and that I can be at my healthiest and not be at my lowest weight, but really be loving my body more than I ever was at my lowest weight. So it's definitely cool. The cool thing. Yeah. I remember hearing so many times, love your body, no matter what it looks like, but it's like, I don't know. It's, I found that always so hard to do, but as a carnivore, it's just easy. And partly because you do look better and you feel better and your mental health Mm -hmm. is better, but it's like, that's the first time I've ever really understood this whole loving your body, regardless of how much it weighs. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I can totally relate. All right. So what all do you include in your carnivore diet? Um, I mostly eat beef, but I, I eat really anything from the animal kingdom. Um, sometimes a treat might be like pork rinds or something Mm -hmm. like that. Um, I eat a lot of steak. Usually that's what I have for dinner. And I usually have ground beef for lunch. Um, but I also eat some chicken, dark meat specifically. Um, I try to eat a little fish. I'm not very good at it because I don't like it that much. Um, (laughs) I eat lamb and goat sometimes. Um, roasts and stuff, a little bit of dairy, like, oh, eggs. I eat a lot of eggs, um, a little bit of cheese. And I mean, I haven't had heavy cream in a long time because I'm not drinking coffee and I had cut it out of my coffee a couple months ago, but I was including that. And that's about the main thing. I mean, I like things to be simple. So I try Mm -hmm. things that I just throw in the air fryer and just eat it. But if I'm feeling really fancy, I might have like a carnivore pizza which takes a couple hours and it's like a chicken crust and then Alfredo for the sauce and then the shrimp and the bacon for the toppings. And I mean, I'll have that maybe once every couple months. Okay. That sounds really good. I'm not doing dairy right now by, cause I, I know what it's been doing to me. I told myself, okay, when the holidays come around, I know what it's going to do to me, but I'm going to go ahead and have that dairy. And I'm making that pizza with the shrimp okay. and the bacon and Alfredo. That sounds really good. Really good. It does. I mean, I'm like you, dairy's not the best. And I definitely always get a couple of pimples if I overdo it with the dairy, uh-huh. but sometimes I just choose to do it anyway. And, uh, yeah. It's, it's good, but it takes so long that that's what limits me mostly. Like, I don't feel like doing this, but I'm going to do yeah. a video of it soon and put a, do a reel of it or whatever. So people can try it if they want. Oh, cool. 
Cool. I, I, I'll be looking forward to that. Um, do you have, do you include any organs in your diet? I've tried with the liver. I don't mm-hmm. like it. And, um, so for a while I had it chopped up in the freezer and I would just almost take it like a pill. Um, but I yeah. just, I don't know. I feel like if my body needs it, I'm going to be craving it. So I'm exactly having it at some point, but right now it just disgusts me. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely feel like if something is like revolting, it's, you know, your body is not dumb. It's not like it would just reject something that's really good for it. So, you know, you probably don't need it. Like, um, I'm a, I'm someone who is a sometimes salter, like sometimes salt tastes really good. And so I'll salt my food a lot. And sometimes salt is like the worst thing ever. And I'm like, get that out of here. I just want plain meat. Um, and my body, it, talks to me very loud and clear it, you know if it's a salting day or if it's not a salting day or if it's salting meal or not a salting meal same I have the same experience with salt and fat some days okay. I'm like, oh this is disgusting I cannot eat this fat but most days I'm like oh mm-hmm. it's so delicious and and so lately I feel like I'm heavier salt and heavier fat but I just get very clear indications from my body of what I should be eating yeah That's incredible too yeah, that, that's another great thing about carnivore because I've struggled with binge eating too. And I'm not about to binge on a bunch of eggs and ground beef. You know, it's it's like you just can't be intuitive with food that's designed to make you not be intuitive to hijack your senses and, you know, make you want to eat it till you're about to fall over. Yeah, it, but it does make you eventually your stomach is so full where it's like, you could eat five pizzas and two pints mm-hmm. of ice cream and all the candy. And I mean, that's a bit of an exaggeration, but I mean, I could just put away that the carby yeah. food. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I could, I could put some food away and like scare somebody like, really, you just put that into yourself. <laughs> yeah. It's like, then you can't even bend over to get your shoes off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay. So what is your typical day of eating look like? What did you eat yesterday? Yesterday <laughs> I had bulletproof water and then I had beef patties with butter, but I wasn't really craving the butter. So just beef patties mostly. And then for, then I came home and ate a little bit of a rotisserie chicken because I was hungry. And then I had a ribeye for dinner. Okay. So what's your favorite cut of steak? Oh, ribeye for sure. Ribeye. And how do you usually cook it? I cook it in the air fryer. People are okay. Fancy chef people don't like that answer, but <laughs> that's, that's what I have. And I, I okay. live in an apartment, so I don't have a grill or anything. Okay. But it's so good in the air fryer. And I, I learned this from Michaela Peterson. If you cook it from frozen, then the yeah. outside is nice and crispy and, and brown and delicious, but the inside stays rare or medium rare. So it's perfect. And it's just quick. And I never have to have meat thawed. I just take it from the freezer, throw it in the air fryer Mm -hmm. in 15 minutes. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. That's quick and easy. That's, that's gotta be definitely one of the bigger selling points of this diet that it's really straightforward and most food can be cooked, you know, very quick. And Um, yeah. yeah. And kind of an extension to that. um, When I, in the past on different diets, I would be tracking my food all the time. And as somebody who was already binging and just sort of obsessive about what I was eating, 
And then it's like, if I ate something that I didn't track, then I might as well just binge because I already mm-hmm. ate stuff that I didn't track. Well, it just, it was just this mental nonstop. And so not having to track my food is such mm-hmm. freedom. Yes. Yes. It is such a relief. Yes. You're right about that. Um, okay. So you mentioned the psoriasis and the vasculitis. How about some of the other, some other carnivore benefits that you've gained from eating this way? Yeah. Well, I mentioned the, the, um, binge eating that's yes. That's never happened. I've never gone five and a half months without binging, never gone five and a half weeks, probably. Um, but also I've had acne most of my life and that's, Mm -hmm. I mean, that's gone. If I have a little dairy, I might have a couple little pimples, but otherwise it's gone. Um, just generally my skin is looking, um, like kind of glowing and smooth and Mm -hmm. face and my whole body. It's awesome. Um, and I've never really had a lot of mental health problems. I don't think, I mean, certainly never had anything diagnosed or anything, but now that I'm a carnivore, I feel like, what is this euphoria that I'm experiencing? Mm -hmm. Not, not every second all the time, but a lot. Um, so I feel like maybe my mood was a little bit more depressed before. And I just had no idea until I experienced the other side. Um, also I'm sleeping way better. Mm -hmm. Um, what else? I mean, just generally like libido stuff is better. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's just, it's like, there's, I can hardly think of anything in my life that isn't better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you know what, to people who haven't experienced it, I feel like they're kind of like, ah, yeah, okay. All right. But when you've experienced it, like you're telling me this, I'm like, yep, yeah, I, I know it. And it, and it only gets better. It's, it's, it's really something else. Uh. <laughs> oh, another kind of weird thing. I go to the dentist and they're like, uh, there's nothing to clean off your teeth. Yes. <laughs> so it takes two minutes with the dental hygienist. And I've yeah. always had tons of cavities and all kinds of dental issues because I was constantly eating sugar. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, definitely. I, that's, that's something I've definitely noticed too. My, my dental health has improved a lot. And it's, it's, it's like, really? Yeah. I mean, now it's, it's a no brainer. Like, obviously, you know, you're eating all these carbs, you're eating all this sugar and it's, you know, causing all this to, to get dirty in your mouth. And if you don't eat that then your mouth really doesn't get dirty. And, but, uh, but yeah, that's, that's definitely a cool thing. Yeah. I'm excited. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. It only gets better for sure. All right. So I know that you can't be on a carnivore diet for life. Do you feel like you could be a carnivore for life? I do. Sometimes I envision myself like in my little independent living facility and they're bringing me my food and they're like, here's Jen's steak. You know, I'll be able to eat it because I won't have dentures, but I really do. I, I just, I don't see any upside to me changing anything. Really. I am open to making small changes over time if it seems appropriate, but I don't see any benefit to going back to a standard American diet for sure. Um, so I just don't think I will. It's like, I've waited 38 years to find this groove and I finally found it. 
That's awesome. That is, that is so great. So glad to hear it. So the last question I have for you is what advice would you give to someone who is thinking about trying carnivore or just starting out or someone that's in the middle of their false start? And I are like, I don't know if I can do this. Yeah. Okay. So my advice would be, first of all, if you're thinking about it, just do it. Don't worry about what other people are saying, do it for yourself and just see, you know, do it for at least 30 days and just see. But, um, what I would advise people is to, to eat, allow yourself to eat anything from the animal Mm -hmm. kingdom, whether that's milk or I don't know, whatever weird thing, like pork rind nachos and, Mm -hmm. um, like chicken that's well, I guess not fried chicken, but things, anything, anything goes, it doesn't have to Mm -hmm. be just beef, salt, water, do it all. Because after like a month, you're going to be feeling so much better. And then your body's going to tell you like, I don't really like the cheese or I don't know about that particular cut of meat, but you have, you have to just give yourself some time to let your body start telling you those things. And if you're too rigid at first, it's too hard. And that was definitely a big part of my problem. I was kind of doing more of a lion diet during my false start and it was too restrictive. And I think I could see myself going down that path in the future, at least from time to time, but as a beginner Mm -hmm. too much. Yeah. Great advice. Well, Jen, this has been absolutely amazing. It was such a delight to meet you. (laughs) Thank you. No, I I appreciate that. I'm delighted to meet you as well. Yeah. And, and we'll have to do this again sometime, maybe like Jen's carniversary special. Oh, I would love that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, you take care. Tell Lucy, I said, hi, give her a pet for me. Okay. I'll do that. <laughs> She's staring at us right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she is precious. I, I saw the picture. She is a precious dog. Um, and yeah, I'll, well, I guess we'll be in touch. I'll see you around Instagram and have a wonderful rest of your day. Stay meaty. Thank you. You too. All right. right. Bye-bye. That's it for today. Until next time, stay meaty, stay strong, stay inspired. Do you have a carnivore story to tell? Connect with me on Instagram at meet, M-E-A-T, Mrs. M-R-S, grubs g-r-u-b-s or you can email me at carnivore stories at gmail.com i would love to interview you and the world needs to know that meat heals